Welcome to All Bodies on Bikes, the podcast, where all bodies are good bodies, all bikes are good bikes, and all rides should be celebrated. All Bodies on Bikes is a movement to create and foster a size-inclusive bike community. So join your hosts. I'm Maggie. And I'm Marley. As we explore the complexities of the biking world, help us break down barriers and create the world that we want to see. And don't forget that all bodies really means all bodies, not just larger bodies, but bodies of all sizes, ages, races, abilities, genders, sexualities, and beyond. Come along for the ride. All right, Maggie, uh, welcome back to episode two of All Bodies on Bikes. What are we talking about this week? Uh, We're going to talk about clothes today because everybody has to wear those or you get in trouble. And honestly, getting dressed for a bike ride is maybe one of the hardest decisions I make most days. (laughs) That's very, all the rest of it's easy, but then it comes to getting dressed for the bike ride and you're like, I'm just going to go back to bed. Yeah, basically. And it doesn't, it shouldn't be that way, but we're going to talk about why it is that way. Um, Maggie and I, if you've seen our photos, we are both big babes. um, And we're going to dig into, you know, what is the problem with cycling clothing? Uh, Talk about some of our real life experiences. Uh, The first time I put on a kit, I think Maggie has a similar story. Yeah, good times. Um, I I don't know if you remember the first time you put on a kit, dear listener, uh, but (laughs) we'll get into it. Uh, we'll talk about some of the current solutions that are out there, some brands that are doing a good job, and just really kind of dig into this whole uh, issue of getting dressed for a bike ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just got to, you know, you got to do it. And it yeah. is like, I I feel like for the most part, unless people have just been like aggressively cycling from the get go, you do have somewhat of a like traumatic flashback when we mention your first kit. Oh my gosh. Because it's just, it's a lot. Yeah, especially if you don't fit into traditional sizes. Oh, yeah, for um, sure, for sure. Yeah, so so for the listener's knowledge, I guess, because you can't really see us, you can only hear us. Uh, this is Marley talking. I'm 5'2". I don't really know what I weigh. Um, but I think, you know, in pants, I typically wear a size 20. And in tops, I wear anywhere from extra large to a 2X. Uh, but I do have giant boobs. So that does make putting cycling kits on a little more complicated. Um, Maggie, I don't know if you want to talk about your what your body looks like or if that's relevant, um, but just to give readers or listeners some context as to where yeah. we're coming from on this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am 5'9". Uh, I am comfortable in a 2X. I tried for a while to fit into an extra large for just all of the various reasons. And then one day I was like, you idiot, you're more comfortable in a 2X, get a 2X. Mm. Uh, and then... Pants wise, I'm wearing like a 28, I think. Cool. Again, that's my comfort level. Yeah, exactly. No, it's 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 fascinating <laughs> because uh it really depends on how you like to wear your clothing. Uh I have met women who have basically the exact same measurements as me, and they're wearing like a 14, 16. And it's not my place to tell anybody what's comfortable, yeah. but I don't like it when my circulation gets cut off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so for me, I don't know, I tend to not worry about what the label says and just wear what fits um which has made getting dressed really really interesting um in my closet right now as far as bike clothes go i've got things ranging from 2x all the way up to 6x yeah um and Mm -hmm. there's no consistency in bike clothing sizing i mean i guess that's all sizing in general yeah but it's worse in cycling clothing i think oh i I 100 agree yes yeah yeah um 
Maggie, tell me about what do you normally wear when you go for a bike ride? Uh, so I, I actually like to wear like the kit. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, most specifically if I'm like, uh, riding on the road, which is most of what I have easy access to, but I, most of my jerseys are from a, a fundraiser that I ride for every year, but those two are a whole separate problem because whereas every other jersey I own is like, like you said, like between a 2X and a 3X and the sizing is so inconsistent. Most of the jerseys I have are a 5X and they're tight. Yeah. Which is just every time I put them on, I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's fascinating because I tell myself, you know, it doesn't matter what's on the label, but it doesn't feel good to put on something that you don't associate with your brain. Yeah. Um, I, I have a sister who is, she lives in a smaller body than I do. And I had been given a jacket from a brand and it was a three X. It was a cycling jacket and it was way too small for me. There was no way it was going to zip up. And I was like, Hey sister, why don't you try this on? I'm just curious. And she normally wears, you know, a medium or a large in tops. Uh, and she put it on and it fit beautifully, but she was like, Marley, I would never think to even try a three X. Um, and I was like, well, you know, I guess that's what size you are. And she's like, I wouldn't buy from this brand. Um, which yeah. <laughs> I don't know, super interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. But I, I guess let's back up a little bit. When you okay. say cycling kit, what do you mean by that? That's like, a good what point. does that entail? Um, that entails a lot of, I believe it's called Lycra that was possibly invented by some band in the eighties. Seems like that was something they were into at the time. Uh, so I am somebody that doesn't get hot very easily. So most of mine are shorts just like her shorts. Um, But they do have the thing about biking shorts is that they've got a pad in the seat. So all the people that look at a bike seat and go, I could never ride on that. um, You respond to them. Well, I'm not riding on that either. Actually, I have a pillow in my shorts. Yes. (laughs) Um, Which is as weird as it sounds, but it helps a lot. It turns out. So that's definitely that's half the kit. And then the other half is, again, like a mesh almost material, uh, but a jersey. Most of them are zipped, uh, either full length zipped or like half zip. And they've got three pockets on the back, which is why they're so ideal for cycling because uh, you're dumping stuff out of your pockets if you're trying to put things in pants pockets. Plus, the cycling shorts don't have pockets, so you got to have a place for all your gadgets. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So, yeah. Jersey, um, shorts, some kind of crazy socks. That's very important to me. <laughs> and then uh, I think the next the next thing, and I actually don't know this about you. Do you, how? what kind of shoes do you wear? What kind of oh. pedals do you use? Oh my gosh. It really depends on what kind of ride I'm doing. Okay. Um, fair. And same with clothing. Um, I'd say like 75% of my bike rides are in just like normal streetwear. Um, that's because I'm riding across town. I'm going yeah. to the coffee shop or the library or, you know, the doctor's office. And so usually if it's like a ride under 10 miles, I will wear just like my normal street clothes. Sure. Um, doesn't necessarily always mean jeans. Uh, sometimes it does, which can be an interesting choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. But um, I don't know. Typically for me, it's like, you know, a dress or a sweater and leggings um, and then just regular everyday shoes. Um, most of my bikes uh, have flat pedals on them. I, I had knee surgery like two months ago and yeah. um, I I don't know what the cause of my meniscal tear was, uh, but until I get my bike fitted 
properly to me, um, you know, figuring out exactly where my cleats need to be and clipping in and clipping out. I'm going to baby my knees and just wear flats. Um, so right now I'm in um, either Blundstones because I am a 35 year old woman and that's, <laughs> I think, our dress code right now. Uh, <laughs> or if I'm going out for like a mountain bike ride or a gravel ride, I'll typically wear, I have a pair of Pearl Azumi mountain bike shoes um, that fit pretty well. Yeah. Um, I don't know for rides over 10 miles, it really depends on the weather. Um, I will usually mm -hmm. wear some sort of cycling bottom. So either bib shorts, um, those are the shorts and they have suspenders on them. And I love yeah. those because they come up a little higher. They keep my belly tucked in, um, or cycling pants or tights. And then I hardly ever wear jerseys. I don't like jerseys yeah. because I haven't found one that fits really well. Um, they tend to ride up a lot. Um, and so I'll usually wear a flannel or a t-shirt or a crop top. Uh, and I know that's not what my sponsors want to say, you know, full disclosure, I am sponsored by Pearl Azumi. They send me all sorts of amazing, wonderful gear. Um, and typically if you see photos of me on a bike, uh, I am in a full Pearl Azumi kit, but that's not necessarily what I feel the most comfortable in. Yeah. 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 Um, do you remember your very first kit and what that experience was like? I do. And so I actually think, I think I lucked out immensely. Um, I had been watching GCN uh, <laughs> and got my first Walmart bike and decided to stop at- Hey, the, all bikes are good bikes. All bikes are good bikes. I still, I have that bike still because it's going to be art at some point in my home because it 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 did so good by me. Um, but I went to my local bike shop, I think just to kind of look around. I I was very intrigued by the idea of having three giant pockets on the back of my shirt. Mm. If I can find a new way to have snacks on my person or my bicycle, <laughs> I am going to look into that. So I was like, this is just a shirt with three huge pockets. I could fit so many snacks in there. We got to go see what's going on with that. Uh, and the local bike shop was owned by a guy who... He had just kind of from riding, not, I don't think it was his goal. I think it was just that he enjoyed riding bikes, but he had been a bigger person and lost a lot of weight. His mother was a larger bodied woman. And so they kept sizes stocked that I have not ever seen in any other store that I've ever been in. And that's so awesome. Yeah. And they were just genuinely excited for people to walk through their door. So like, his mom followed me all around the store. Like, here's the good shorts. Here's the good jerseys. This is the thing that you need. If you want a like really nice padded seat, we got those in the back. I'll go grab you one. Oh, um, but I, again, super lucky in that. Finally worked up the courage to go in there. So I'm so glad that that's how I was met. Uh, but it, it was like, I'd been thinking about it for like a solid two months before I ever walked into the store. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal because I mean, most of the time when I walk into any store, um, they're not going to have my size. Yeah, not yeah. just a bike shop. It's like I have to make sure that they have extended sizes or plus sizes. Um, so yeah, that's huge to walk into a bike shop. Um, yeah. So they actually had things there that you could try on. Could you I, buy the things there? Yeah, I bought I bought shorts and a jersey that fit well that day. That is amazing. It Do is... you happen to remember what brand those were? So they're Canary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do, yeah, I'm familiar with that brand. Yeah. Uh, and I still have a couple different things from them. It's just, it's, it fits good and it feels good. So, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, my first kit, um, this was, I don't know, almost 10 years ago back in Seattle okay. and I was living on quite a tight budget. I had just gotten divorced. 
Um, and so my entire lifestyle had changed. And that was part of the reason why I was riding a bike. And um, <laughs> somebody had told me that the the Goodwill in Seattle does a bike sale, like a okay. bike related sale once a year, mm-hmm. and um, including like actual bikes, but also clothing and trainers and gloves and all sorts of things. Basically, anything bicycle related that somebody had donated was on sale this particular weekend. So I go down to the Goodwill and I found three jerseys that fit. One was from a brewery. One was like this purple and white polka dot jersey that I absolutely loved. And the other one was somebody's from a charity ride. Um, I did not find any bike shorts that day, which Mm -hmm. I think is okay. Um, I'm a little iffy on the used bike short thing. Um, Which is fair. I know they get washed, but like, I don't know. I don't They don't get boiled in rubbing alcohol, so exactly i'm like i don't i don't think There's you can catch any diseases um <laughs> but i will say like i have definitely peed my pants more than once in my cycling outfit sure uh so i know that like those chamois absorb all sorts of <laughs> things and i don't necessarily want to be sharing one from somebody else uh <laughs> i mean sharing is caring though that's what i've been told since a young age Oh my God. I don't think they were Uh, talking about bike shorts. (laughs) I don't think they were talking about bike shorts either, but who knows? Anyway, so I got my jerseys there and I thought I was so cool riding around town. Um, And at this point I was just wearing like leggings, like workout leggings. I was doing CrossFit at the time. So I had an abundance of leggings in my life. Um, I eventually went to REI and at that point they had this brand Novara. I think it was their in-house brand. Um, I don't know if they're still around or not. Um, but I got a pair of cycling, I don't know if you'd call them capris. They were like three quarter length and they had them in a two X, a double XL, um, in store. And I wore those capris until they were threadbare. Um, I searched high and low after that, you know, I'd signed up for bike MS. I was going to be riding 64 miles two days in a row. And I was like, I need a second set of bike shorts. Um, I couldn't find anything. Um, it legit wasn't until probably two years ago, maybe three years ago, uh, machines for freedom, sent, um, a pair of their thermal pants, of uh, their bibs and a long sleeve Jersey, um, yeah. both of them in a three X and I put them on and it was like the heavens had opened and I felt amazing. And it finally clicked for me why people wore cycling clothing Mm -hmm. because prior to them, I'd been wearing ill-fitting things, um, you know, that rubbed in funny places or bunched up or just didn't make me feel confident. Yeah. Um, and I'm the type of person where if I don't feel confident wearing something, I'm not going to wear it. Right. Um, but when I put on that machines for freedom kit, it was a totally different story. Um, and again, I wore those threadbare as well. (laughs) Uh, we love it. Exactly. You know, I'm now with, like I said, I'm with Pearl Azumi. And so I am very, very grateful um, and I guess lucky to have a clothing sponsor. So if they send me things and they don't work, I'm not out $200. Um, yeah. But yeah. not everybody's that fortunate. Right. And I think that's the the other thing. Because like, I I really like the Canary things that I got. They fit really, really well. They are in a better price range but i think as the story goes for literally everything that you ever buy ever uh you can pay the 200 bucks and get the pair of bibs that you can literally ride until they just fall apart on you like a cartoon car just the door is falling off um (laughs) except in this case it's like your butt seam splitting open and you feel the breeze where you're not supposed to 
It's not speaking the, from experience at all. That's never <laughs> happened to me. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, but then you've got the option of getting something that fits better and is priced better, but it's going to have like half the shelf life. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wore those first shorts until I went to put them on for a ride at some point. And I was like, okay, all of the padding is in the back, like two inches of the padding area. Like it's not the whole seat pad in the shorts had just scrunched over time. And it was just one ring of padding around the back of the pad on the shorts. Oh like gosh. this is going to hurt even worse than just riding the bike at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not going to be hurtful. Uh, I will say, and not being a salesperson, but one of the things I do love about Pearl Azumi and the reason I went with them, um, sustainability is huge to me. They have a lifetime yeah. guarantee. Um, I will also say in all of the gravel racing, all the stupid conditions I've put my bibs through, I have yet to ruin a pair of Pearl Zoomies. Um, and so they do stand by their stuff. It is good. Um, their sizing is not awesome. And maybe we should move into that next. Yeah. Um, they are working on expanded sizing. Um, but, and, you know, as you probably heard in our intro, Maggie and I are looking for progress, not perfection. And yes. that's what we're looking for with all bodies on bikes. So I think, you know, as long as brands are moving towards inclusive sizing or making the right strides, um, we're okay with that. Yeah. Do we want it to be faster? Definitely. But, 100%. Yeah. But just want to um, know that you're thinking about it. Exactly. Well, you know, maybe we should back up a little bit and just talk about the market demand. You know, are you and I just like two fat ladies complaining that we don't have clothing? Yeah. We're just the only people in the world that don't fit in clothing specifically designed for middle-aged Caucasian men that like to ride really, <laughs> really fast on paved roads. Um, Actually, can I read you an Instagram message I got from somebody? Absolutely. Um, let me see if I can find it. Okay. Uh, but basically, that's exactly what he said to me. I know well, I think so. I ironically or weirdly enough, probably this is a little nuanced thing for my personality and how it's different. Uh, but because I had a pretty, pretty smooth first experience getting clothes when we started talking about doing this clothing episode, I was like, I'm just going to go hit some bike shops to see in other places how this would not have been the case at all. And ended up going to like three bike shops. I was out of town and just kind of hit them to and checked all the sizes on their clothes and then left. I'm sure everybody was like, what is this person doing? But started to get like really mad about it. Driving back. I was like, I've yeah. hit three stores and there's not. The only thing I found that would have fit me in one of the stores was a thermal hoodie to go under your jersey. And I was at the beach. Oh my so gosh. of all the how places many, to need a thermal hoodie. To? Uh, I went to three. Okay. Yeah, that is um, super frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but then from there, my next question became, okay, so I kind of want to get mad at the bike shops, but I also have to stop and think. So I I started taking pictures. Again, I'm really surprised nobody called the cops on me. Uh, taking pictures <laughs> of all the tags in the clothes. And when I got home, started looking into those brands. And it's not that bike shops aren't carrying them. It's that they're not being made in the first place. Mm. Yeah. Um, which I think it's super easy. You know, if I'm talking to you right here and there's a problem, I'm going to get mad at you. It doesn't matter to me that somebody 700 miles away and 20 tiers up the ladder is the actual problem. You're right here. So you're going to bear all of my wrath. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, sometimes I do feel bad for bike shops that are on the receiving end of that um, because it is it's a huge challenge to, you know, stock the correct inventory and make sure you're not buying too much. And the margins in the bike industry are not huge. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, I don't think either you or I are blaming those local bike shops. For sure not. Um, you know, I would love it if bike shops would, you know, at least you talked about your, your local shop earlier where you could actually buy something and take it home in your size. But what if they even just had some sizes to try on? Like, I get it. You might not want to keep five, three X jerseys in store. Sure. But what if you had, yeah. you know, one and that we could try on and then say, yeah, that works for me. I'm going to order it from you. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I couldn't find that Instagram message. Basically, this guy wrote to me and said, you're just complaining. Um, my partner, he said wife, lives in a larger body and she can find all the clothing she wants at Torrid and Lane Bryant. And she's never complained. And good for her. But Torrid yes. and Lane Bryant yes. do not have performance athletic clothing for riding right. your bicycle 100 miles or for doing the activities that you and I like to do. Yeah. Um, and I guess just to bring it back to like yeah. real numbers, the average size woman in the u.s wears a size 18 um we'll put the citation to that in the in the show notes sure um but you know maggie and i are you know maybe a little bit bigger than average in the u.s but americans are large people and uh we need clothing that works for us uh so maggie when i was researching this episode um i thought you know let's look at other sportswear or active wear to see if it's a problem across the active wear or if cycling is really specific um and you know it's interesting because when we talk about cycling there's so many different ways to get dressed and to ride a bike um you know you can talk about everything from weight rain wear to bike packing gear to just commuting um and so you know i think in general when you and i are talking about this we're talking um shorts tops outerwear right yeah, yeah okay. for sure um so when i was researching this i found this brand that I would love to show you. Um, okay. Have you ever heard of Super Fit Hero? No. Um, so I just sent it to you. Okay. Take a look at it. And I would just love to hear your your first impression when you look at their website. I mean, I just, the first thing that pops up, the sentence fit like it's made for you. Like that's, we yeah. literally just talked about that. Like I'm, I'm wearing this size because it's, or whatever it is, the style, whatever. I'm wearing it because I like it and I feel good in it. Um. Yeah, but yeah, so, it's like it's just it's pages of people that look like me, not me trying to find someone that kind of looks like me, so that maybe that thing would work for me. Exactly. Yeah. So this brand makes from size large to seven X. Like, and I, I did yeah. some research on the back history of this brand. They used to make extra small um, and like the full size range, and there was enough demand on the upper end of the spectrum that they have fully shifted to basically making plus sizes yes. only um another thing um i'm going to send you an actually on the top click on the size chart okay i'm um, gonna do it so for for listeners um when you open this up um there is a photo of a larger woman uh and it shows you how to take your measurements you know as a person in a larger body it often you know when you're going to take your measurements or whatever they say measure the smallest part of your waist what if you don't have the smallest part of your waist um, another really cool thing that they do that I realized is they have a downloadable measuring tape, um, that goes up to 120 inches. Um, you know, if you live in a larger body, most measuring tapes only go up to like, I don't know, 60 inches or 72 inches. Um, but if your body is bigger than that, how do you even know what size to get? Yeah. Like I hadn't even thought about this. It's so brilliant. Um, so I don't know. It looks like this brand is doing phenomenal things in terms of 
just general active wear and looks like they've got some swim uh, maybe we can convince them to make some bike clothing i, I mean know. you know we should get in touch with them i'm just <laughs> i'm looking at the size chart now and my i have learned that my go-to is i gotta look at the hips because my hips don't lie and they say hi we're here yep and we're ready to party let's go uh, and I usually like I have to you do the thing where you like power scroll and just see words flying by as you're going to the bottom of the page. And that's yep. what I always have to do. And it's like halfway down. Doesn't that isn't it's it just feel like good? it feels good. It's also a little bit like I'm not reading this right. What am I what am I missing? What's right? what's wrong here? I did something exactly. incorrectly. Yeah. Um, for, for reference, I also pulled up um, the Rafa website. Um, and Rafa is, pr- Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say this, mm-hmm. but they're maybe one of the least size inclusive brands out there. Um, yeah. you know, and I have literally, I, I've done projects with Rafa. We did a, an intro to gravel, uh, ride in Seattle last year. I really like what they're doing for the cycling community. I think they're getting a lot of folks into riding. I love their aesthetic. Um, but there's no way that I would ever be able to fit into their clothing. Yeah. Um, I pulled up their size chart and in the women's, they go up to an extra large, but the waist guideline on an extra large is a 34. Like <laughs> if we compare that to Superfit Hero, that would be their large size. Um, yeah. Their waist is a 32 to a 35. And I would say, yeah, if you have a 34 inch waist, maybe you're a medium or a large, but no way an extra large. And they don't go any bigger than that. Yeah. Know. It's just so frustrating. It is. I would be interested to know personally, Marley, you because you mentioned earlier that you didn't start out like riding wearing bike kit or like that's not always what you go for. What? Yeah. What's the benefit of wearing cycling specific clothing? I wondered the same thing myself for a very long time. Yeah. And it's the reason why I didn't wear it. And go. honestly, it's a comfort thing. Um, so Maggie mentioned earlier the padding in the shorts. Um turns out when you go for rides that are a little bit longer, it helps out a lot. Um, it definitely reduces chafing. Um, I also use um, chamois butter, um, which is kind of like a skin lubricant to reduce the chafing, even when I am wearing bike shorts. Um, but the biggest thing that I've noticed is, especially since moving from Seattle to Arkansas, is it helps with like humidity and sweat wicking and just makes me feel more comfortable all over. Um, the pockets are also a huge benefit on the jerseys. Um, yes. But I, I will say, you know, riding in leggings, jeans, whatever, it totally works just fine. You don't have to wear the fancy stuff at all. Uh, but yeah. it does make you more comfortable, especially on longer rides. I really can't imagine doing a century in jeans. No. <laughs> oh, uh, well, and I yeah. think uh, the thing to me is it comes back to yeah it can add some comfort but like we deserve to feel comfortable wearing bike clothing yes because yes, i know exactly. for the longest time when i started i would carry pants with me in case i decided to go in someplace mm, <laughs> um so i would i would ride with the lycra absolutely but if i had to go into a gas station i would stop i would unfold the shorts that were taking up one of my snack pockets and um put that on before I went into the store because I was just supremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Sometimes I now wear my kit as like a badge of honor. Like, look at me. I'm riding a bike. I'm, I'm a cool. cyclist. Uh, yeah. And because it does, it signifies to the rest of the world that you are a member of this club, this cycling. Um, and I'm using club as like the, the generic term. Right. Um, but I mean, it could also signify something much more specific if you've got you know, a brand that you love or your cycling specific, um, you know, 
club on your jersey or yeah. maybe it's a beer you like i don't know i'm right. rambling <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody's got to do it yeah um i don't know maggie you had mentioned um that there was an article in bicycling.com or bicycling yeah. magazine can well, you again, tell me about that i would love to absolutely uh i i wanted to i was getting mad at the bike shops and i was like let me go and check out the brands that they carried but then i just went to bicycling.com i think and like searched um I think I may have searched best bike kits or something like that. Okay. Uh, but this article came up and it was like the 20 top kits of 2021 could have been less than 20. It could have been more. Who cares? It's not important <laughs> to the story. Uh, Basically but, a list of one, yes. like a listicle of the top yeah. 20 kits. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, and it was like some, some names that I recognized. Like if you go to a bike event, it's, it's companies that you're going to, you're going to see, you're going to see what, uh, Ostroy, I think is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of Ostroy. Uh, Twin Six is I love the stuff that they do, so I was familiar with those guys. You've got Pedal Mafia, which I'd heard of. I don't know how to pronounce this, but the Velocio, Velocio, Velocio. Yep. Okay, great, cool. Um, so it was like all brands that I was familiar with, and they make really good stuff. But I started going through and being like, okay, so if I wanted one of the best kits of 2021, what would fit me? And it was like, I'm, wait, before you get into this, I'm curious, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure it had like the brand and why they liked it. Did it say anything about size availability in this listicle? Abs- I think like a couple of them Okay, said in the little blurb about it. Most of them had something about price range, but maybe two of them were like, and they have a up to a this size. Now there was no mm. description of what that size means for that company, because as we know, um a 3x is different every single solitary blankety blank place that you go yes especially i feel like in cycling clothing so there were like two where they they you know boasted about the fact that they went up to a 3x and then i went and looked and i was like that's great that they have a 3x this wouldn't fit me Mm. no so that's irrelevant information um but it was so yeah, everything oh. was was not going to fit well. And the other thing that really jumped out to me is that almost all of it was at a price point I personally would never really be able to afford. Interesting. Yeah. So of their best cycling kits, none of them would have worked for you. Yeah, no, I didn't. Mm. I didn't find I found a few that because the material is stretchy, I would order them to see, but I would yeah. order them like I think I don't know if you do this, but as a larger person, I like pre-disappoint myself. Oh, hundred percent. When I order things, um, so there were again, there were a couple where I would have ordered it to see if it fit, but when it came in the mail, I would be like, nah, yeah, isn't yeah. I'm not gonna get anything new today. This is just going straight back. But I needed to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a few brands before we you know close out this episode with everybody thinking, oh, there's no good cycling brands out there, no clothing that makes or brands that make cycling for bigger people. There, there are. Um, yeah. They're just not necessarily the ones that are getting hyped up. Um, exactly. So a couple that I'm aware of, um, you mentioned them earlier, Velocio. Um, they make up to a 3X and I found that their bibs to be a fairly roomy 3X. Nice. Um, one of the things I love about them is they also have a short length. Um, so for those of us shorter people, because actually, you know, fat people, we all come in one size, one size fits all. Exactly. 100%. Uh, <laughs> no, but I've definitely put on bibs where like they come down to my knee and I'm like, but what about my cycling tan? How am I supposed to get that if my you thighs are covered? You can't mess up the cycling tan. <laughs> Although, let's be honest, I'm like the palest person in the world. And <laughs> slather on sunscreen. There is no cycling tan happening to this body. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Velocio, 
is fairly true to size. Um, they did send me a sports bra that was like laughably small. Mm-hmm. So they had sent it to me for, um, you know, size testing purposes and to try it on and give them feedback. And I told them that I literally could not send them a photo of me in their bra because it was basically pornographic. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know if they've changed that or not in the couple yeah. of years since I sent them to that. Um, Fat Lad at the back is another oh, yeah. brand that I'd recommend. Um, and we'll we'll talk more about that in a minute. But we're actually going to do a fun little collaboration with them. Yeah, but are. I believe they come up to a 6 or a 7X. Um, and they're based out of the UK. And they've got some cheeky little prints. Um, that was nice. And then... <laughs> cheeky little prints. I appreciate I, that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, two other brands to check out. Uh, I've heard the Black Bibs are really good. Um, I personally have not tried them myself. And then I would be a really bad sponsored athlete if I didn't recommend Pearl Izumi. Yeah. Um, again, not all of their stuff um, comes in the full size range, but we are working on that. And um, I hopefully will have better news on that in the future. And and I will say, because we did the kit from Pearl Izumi for the Steamboat cohort last year. Mm, yeah. And that is jersey and sh- bib shorts. That is the most comfortable kit I personally have ever been in. Mm, uh, love to hear so that just back backing that up for them being at least starting in the right direction and we're gonna we're gonna just keep nudging them along exactly progress not perfection exactly um and you know i just realized that we said that this podcast is for all shapes and all sizes we did not talk about smaller bodies at all um i i don't feel equipped to talk about it but maybe we can do that for a future episode and get yeah. somebody who has a smaller body to talk about um challenges that they face because i've also heard that as well yeah for sure um so let us know send us a note um if you've got any other brands that work for you make sure you um follow us on wherever you get your podcast to be informed of new episodes and that is all for this week yeah uh, it's everything we know about on clothes <laughs> <laughs> and now i think i'm gonna go for a ride it's beautiful here in arkansas today um it. but what will i wear i don't know but Hopefully something. Enjoy it. <laughs> Where's something you're going to enjoy writing in? That's oh, that's the answer to the question. You are so correct, Maggie. <laughs> uh, I love doing this every week with you, and we hope that you guys enjoy it too. This is an All Bodies on Bikes podcast powered by Feisty Media. The show is produced by Maggie and Marley and edited by the team at Feisty Media. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.